podcast is brought to you by HCN, your source for the latest news in gaming, movies, and entertainment. Enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to Funk Radio, your favorite podcast that's called Funk Radio. That you're listening. As opposed to podcasts that are not called Funk Radio, all of which are irrelevant. That's true. This is your host Peter. And this is your host Kyle. And what are we talking about today, Mr. Kyle? Today, uh, we thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about artists that we inadvertently mix up with other artists because they either sound similar or have similar names. Because we do that a lot... Despite our vast knowledge of funk and soul music, and our in-depth research that we do before every episode, we still tend to make mistakes as far as thinking that one artist is actually another. Yeah. So we thought that we'd like to give uh, kudos to some of those bands that do a good job of sounding like someone else. Yeah. I mean, I think pretty much everyone will do this at some point, where where they'll say, oh, I love that song, and then they'll think or tell other people it's by... A certain band and then realize later oh that was someone else and i just did that recently myself yes. on the facebook page i almost did did that and um i caught myself and that's kind of what led to this <laughs> led to this topic um it's a very so. it's a very good topic because as soon as you said that i'm just like oh my god i do that all the time yeah and i'm sure there's been plenty of times on the show where we've misattributed songs or bands um, true that we try not to but you know we also say people are dead when they're not. So. <laughs> or when they're or fat when they're not. Yeah, in our last episode. Like our, like our last episode, which you guys can check out at... The end of this circuit. episode, you can play that one. After, yeah. It just goes backwards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so we have a few artists uh, jotted down that we wanted to talk about. The first one that I was able to come up with because... I actually heard this on the XM radio the other day, and I was like, I love this song by the Jackson 5. <laughs> Completely not the Jackson 5. Uh, In fact, I don't even think it's children. Oh. <laughs> um, and that's the band The Silvers, and the song that I was listening to that I thought totally was the Jackson 5 was the song Cotton Candy. Mm. Have some candy. Um, no, I haven't heard a reference to Wreck-It Ralph in a long time. I figured it was due. Yeah. Um, what with uh, Big Hero 6 out and everything. By the way, oh my flippin' freaking good god Jesus, that movie was amazing. I'll have to see it then. Yeah. Now, for those of you that know me personally, you know my obsession with the movie Wally. I actually almost think this is better. Wow. Like, if not better, it is a very, very close second. Cool. Yes. Um, so yeah, everyone should go watch that movie and buy all the merchandise. But not until you listen to our episode first. <laughs> don't do anything don't even breathe until you listen to this episode um, he died doing what he loved best listening to Funk so, Radio <laughs> but yeah the Silvers are actually a band that was around not really even at the same time as the Jackson 5 um, and now that I'm actually googling them they are not even children they are adults um, they just have really high voices like they act, like baby I mean, Michael, pretty much. I think I think that's the thing is I think one of the women 
who sings a lot in this particular song uh, sings like Michael Jackson okay. as a kid. Um, but they were more part of the disco era. They were they were around in the seventies, so I guess you could consider them kind of the same time as the latter Jackson Five, or when they became the Jacksons. Oh my God! Hmm. Funny thing, just in looking this up really quick, it actually says here. It says uh, that they were considered the southern version of the Jackson Five. Oh, well, cool. So uh, maybe I'm not that far off base. What record label were they with? Uh, I don't know the South record label. <laughs> <laughs> there. Okay. Well, never um, mind. Yeah, that's too much information for me to handle. All right. Um, <laughs> you, you know, um, actually, this isn't one that I wrote down, but you were just saying with um, confusing the gender based on the voice. Yes. Um, one that I always like imagine in my head that it's a woman. And I thought it was a woman for the longest time until mm-hmm. um, is it the Isley Brothers who sing "It's Your Thing, Do What You Want to Yes. Do? Yes. When they say it's your thing, I always you thought, thought was that woman? was a woman for like forever. Oh and even, my gosh, that's funny. And even when I hear it, like even knowing it's the Isley Brothers, I still like my brain processes it as a woman's voice because it's so high. Oh, oh no, because you know the what? next line says like "Believe me, woman," something, something, and then I always you know, you that reminds me. That you know what guy. song does that to me? Hmm. Um, is the song "Cowboys to Girls" by the Intruders? Really? There's a guy in that band that sings really freaking high. And I thought it was a girl. Oh, you know another band that does the same thing. What? Um, the Spinners. They have a which song is it? Because um, they have like what four or five different guys, and yeah. uh, one of them, in a particular song, sings really high, like basically exactly like a woman. And mm-hmm. I always thought it was a woman until I saw a music video of them singing it, and I was like, "Oh, dude, it's that like one big guy." Like some really? like some big like black guy just singing like exactly like a woman. It doesn't even sound like him trying to be a woman. Oh, oh that's. Funny. Um, I'll have to think of what song that is, but yeah. That's, so actually, that's something we didn't think of coming into this episode. Is, guys that sound like girls misattributing bands and songs, but also we, genders. We could probably do an entire separate episode on that if we really wanted to. Just guys that have really high falsetto voices I, that sound like women. <laughs> Um, and then women that have but this weird though because like not like not guys. a lot of like falsetto type voices like the Bee Gees like I never think they're women, and their yeah, song. Yeah, that's true. But like that's in this particular song I'm trying to think of, like it's it's exactly a woman's voice. Yeah, it is. That's true. Maybe you can talk about something and I'll try to come back and yeah, think yeah. what song it is. Um, another artist that I actually get mixed up that I just kind of thought of right now is um you know the song My Guy by Mary Wells. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought that was the Supremes, because mm. it totally sounds like a Supreme song, just in the rhythm and the way it was written. It, and it's the woman, yeah. so it sounds like Diana Ross to me. Mm. But uh, like old Supremes, like back when they did, uh, oh god, uh, oh, what's like that really famous old song of theirs? Hold on. Can't hurry, love. Yes, maybe. Maybe. No, no, no. Uh, baby love. Oh, okay. It's, it sounds like. It's, it reminds me a lot of the song Baby Love, even in the rhythm and harmony and all that good stuff. But um, I don't know. That's just another artist I get mixed up. Uh, another one that I thought well, actually, that was really... Well, s- actually, sorry, quickly, quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You thought that was the Supremes, right? Yeah, I thought Mary Wells was the Supremes. I don't do it as much anymore, um, but I used to get Glass Knight and the Pips and Diana, Diana Ross and the Supremes mixed up constantly. Oh, I, I can see that totally. Um, partly because it's girl plus... Girl on girl action? No, not that. <laughs> girl with girls action, which sounds just as bad, so 
I'm going to pretend I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> Two girls, one mic. <laughs> no. Um, but both of those groups were both, um, they were both Motown groups, right? Around oh, the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the sound coming out of that record label is all the same anyway. I totally might be wrong, but I think, I thought Gladys Knight and the Pips were a Southern group. You might be right. I might be. I Let me see. Could I be. Wanna... I might be thinking of Martha and the Vandellas was Motown. Which, no, that definitely was. Um, but let me check last night in the picture real quick yeah. because... Well, even if they weren't Motown, like, the they were from the same era, and Ooh. they had a very similar sound, plus the naming of the of the bands themselves always got me screwed up. Uh, yeah, they were they're from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, so they probably weren't with Motown then, but... Oh, um... No, they actually were. They were just from Atlanta, Georgia, so I just assumed they were with one of the Southern labels. But no, they. Oh, were so they were with Motown. So you, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I mean, you can imagine that that gets confusing. Although, yeah. a lot of the the mo like the golden age of Motown, those bands, a lot of them were named that way because, like I said, Martha and Vandellas, Glass Night and the Pips, Dan Ross and the Supremes. Um, True. Those three were their biggest. Their big girl groups the supremes obviously were the biggest of the three but but at the same time i mean i guess we can get to a whole litany about this barry gordy specifically but even back, especially back in the early 60s made sure they all sounded the same because it was all oh, yeah. a package it was about a specific sound he was trying to get so back then well i mean like records or uh you know labels sound, labels were identified by their Exactly. sound which was their brand so exactly. you know you don't really get that anymore. so you know exactly so the supremes and the vandellas and the uh i can't remember the other one <laughs> they all sounded very similar because they were all just harmonic girl groups produced and by the same guy written songs written by the same people right yeah so that's a good point but so that could contribute to the confusion yeah, is that they're written yeah by exactly the especially for artists back then i guarantee that contributes to the confusion yeah one thing that I feel really stupid for confusing, though, mm. because it just shows how dumb I am, is if any of you guys have heard the song Daz by Brick, um, which are we playing all of these songs we're talking about? Oh, I forgot. Crap. <laughs> um, okay, then. Have we been saying any other specific songs before this point? But, uh, I mentioned the Cotton Candy by the Silvers. Oh, right. So we should uh, probably play that really quick so you guys can listen to that. Yeah, we probably should. You also mentioned a song by Martha somebody. Oh, no, no, no. I mentioned um, My Guy by Mary Wells. Yeah, yeah. And if you listen to it, it sounds a lot like the song... Um... Wow, really? <laughs> when we listen to that song, and then when we come back, you can tell us what the other song was. I like it. And then we can listen to that. Nothing you can take and tear me away from my guy Nothing you can do cause I'm stuck right glue to my Baby love, my baby love. This song sounds just like baby love. To hear the real version of that song and not the Kyle rendition. Um, please, please send five dollars too. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle sings Motown, a twelve record set. I just imagine one of those cheesy '90s CD commercials where it's just <laughs> like me by a fire, like singing these songs as the names are scrolling up. 
That sounds amazing. I would buy it. I would. Didn't we always joke in uh, in college that we were, I was gonna make a CD? I think we did, yeah. Because of my amazing singing voice, yeah. I do the same thing with my girlfriend. I try to sing songs to get her to remember them, and she's like, "I have no idea what you're singing." Well, you actually did that to me before we started recording as well. I'm sure I did. With oh, I was I was song. trying, I was trying to sing. Um, uh, melt I melt with you by Modern English and you just didn't get it at all and I felt really yeah. bad I am not a good singer that's why it's well, fun to get me drunk and take me to karaoke bars that's true funk karaoke bars <laughs> exactly oh god we should reprise that funk karaoke if you listeners don't know most of you probably don't um, in the original incarnation of funk radio which was a college radio show that we did which um, you can you can buy all five CDs for the low price of twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah, what was I saying? Oh, in our third or no, yeah, it was our third season or semester that we did. Um, at the end of every episode, every week, we did um, what we called funk karaoke, which is basically playing the song a funky song on air, and then all of us singing terribly on top of it. And it's, I don't know how you guys allowed me to keep us doing that. I don't the know. The whole semester. The one I loved the most was the one where I was like terribly sick and had a cough. So and you're coughing like, halfway through it. That was funny. You literally just hear me coughing in the background. <laughs> like, and it was like a Marvin Gaye song too. So it was one of those songs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, notes. good memory. I think that was "Ain't No Mountain High Enough." Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Ain't No Mountain." <laughs> <laughs> I sounded like some like eighty-year-old smoker. <laughs> I don't smoke, by the way. Don't smoke, children. Smokers or jokers? I've never heard that. I've never know. heard the term smokers or jokers? No. Oh. I was too busy smoking. <laughs> um, and then for our finale for that show, we did We Are the World, which was like eight minutes long. <laughs> it was incredible. Um, did we... I don't think we actually ended up playing Baby Love by the Supremes because we got totally sidetracked. So let's listen to that. Yeah, let's do that. And then I'll sing it for you again. <laughs> no. <laughs> So that was Baby Love by The Supremes, the song that I often confuse with My Guy by Mary Wells. Uh, So now we're caught up from about 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Uh, I remember what I wanted to say. Um, The the Spinner song I was trying to think of? Yes. It's uh, Games People Play. Okay. Um, And we'll actually, let's play a clip of that as well. And I'll be sure to play the part of the song that does both the male and the quote-unquote female voice. (laughs) <laughs> and you listeners can know what we're talking about. Yeah. Don't see at all. I gotta get away, gotta get away. I don't know where to go. It's hopeless, so I guess I'll leave it alone. So that was a woman trying to sound like a man trying to sound like a woman. Something um, like that. Yes. <laughs> I just imagine... Y- y- you saw that goofy movie, The Lorax, right? Yeah, yeah. I just remember, I think this was, that scene was in the trailer, there's a part where he, like, is threatening to beat up this lady, and she's like, you wouldn't hit a woman, and he's like, that's a woman? <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't remember know, that. It's, it's stupid. 
But yeah, another artist that I think you can agree both of us get confused, and because to the point that I think we have actually confused them on on air, mm. is uh, Curtis Mayfield and Bobby Womack. Yeah, more yeah, so definitely. just because of their general style than any particular song. Well, in the last episode, I confused Curtis Mayfield with Isaac Hayes. That's which I don't know how you did that. That's not even relevant, man. Come on. I don't know. So <laughs> you can see that at least Curtis Mayfield and Bobby Womack it makes sense because they sound kind of similar. Yeah, I think that's I think that's my logic is they sound very similar. Yeah. Um, and actually, on that note, I always get the not necessarily the songs, but like the just the names of the bands. Mm-hmm. Um, of the originals and the impressions, because I know Curtis Mayfield was actually with the impressions, so that's a good tie-in there. There you go. Um, First but, good tie-in of the night. Yeah, I guess we haven't had any of those. Um, I'm trying to. I don't even really know that many songs by the originals, but like the impressions, I always forget the name of that band, even though I love their songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Curtis Mayfield was the lead singer of that band, and I guess that's where he got his. The originals did that Fame, song right? "Baby I'm for Real," which is probably the song you're confusing a lot because I could see, I could totally maybe. see, especially that particular song, which we should maybe listen to just because it's a good song. I see oh, the okay. little tears in your eyes about to fall. You are wondering if I'm for real. That was something by the originals. <laughs> Baby, I'm for real. Baby, I'm for real. Thank you. Another good song they did that I like is Down to Love Town. Yes. Pretty disco-y. That's a good one. Yeah. They they were one of the few bands that I think made the made a, I guess, if you can call disco a good transition, made a good transition <laughs> from like R&B to disco. Yeah. Um, Actually, yeah, that's a good point. Very few were able to do that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I could totally see getting those those two confused. Okay, another one that I get confused that I think again it's more the sound, or maybe just because they're around at the same time, or maybe mm-hmm. I'm just an idiot. Is Wilson Pickett and Otis Redding? Don't ask yeah. me why. Again, I, be- I can see that. Yeah, I think because both of them are so equally famous, and they have such iconic songs that somehow I mix up the songs. Yeah, I mean, they don't really sound terribly similar. But it totally sounds like either one of the songs could easily be covered by the other person. Yeah, I'm sure they did, which makes it all the more confusing. <laughs> and you know they did a lot too. They both had that kind of like really fast-paced sort of funky sound, and they would do that same James Brown like "Wow!" I can't even do it like that mm-hmm. yell. Both of them did that. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. The time. So maybe that's what I'm confusing. I'm confusing their yells. <laughs> Did you already like, talk about Daz or no? I did. I did. Yes, I did. Remember we played Daz Brick? No, I didn't. No, I don't no, think I you did. Because I thought I heard you say something about Daz and then we got... So I'm hopping back to that, <laughs> I guess. Um, another one that I get confused, and this is just my stupid brain more than anything to do with their relevancy, hmm. is the song Daz by the artist Brick. Hmm. I often am confused with the, the band Daz Band. And their song "Let It Whip." The songs don't sound at all the same. The bands don't really bands. sound the same. The bands don't sound the same. It's just the word "daz." I am confused by well, the word. I can see. I can see it happening just because "daz" is like a unique, made-up word, and it just happens yeah. to pop up in two similar bands. Yeah. Now so, if Brick, 
He was trying to combine the words disco and jazz. I don't know if the Daz band was riffing off that or what they were doing. I'm not actually sure. But um, they both are yeah. spelled the same. So yeah. Daz. Lit Up Whip is a good song. Actually, uh, Daz is a good song too. <laughs> let's Gosh. play both of them back to back right now. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> Double feature. See how completely not similar they are, and therefore how completely stupid I am? On that same note, um, in a similar one that I do is Cool in the Gang and Casey and the Sunshine Band, possibly because they both start with K, and they're K-word and the something. Oh, Casey and the Sunshine Band? Yeah, and Cool in the Gang. I don't get them mixed up anymore, Yeah, especially after seeing Casey and the Sunshine Band live, because... They're more ingrained in my head now, like, okay, those are songs that by yeah. them. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of separated them now, but for the longest time, I would always get stuff mixed up, like, which banded which songs. And occasionally, yeah. I'll still make those mistakes, but not that much. I can see that, I suppose. And again, it's not that they necessarily sound similar, but uh, well, they were both kind of disco-y. Cool in the Gang was a little bit more of the funk side, I would say, but... I mean, so they're not completely different, but they're not similar enough to, like, confuse them, really. Mm-hmm. You know who I get mixed up all the time, and I think I actually mentioned this in the last episode, mm. is um, Roberta Flack and... Uh, who's the woman we talked about in the last episode that was, like, the fortune teller lady? Patty LeBeau? No. She was yeah, the one she, that she, got in the fight with Aretha Franklin. No, 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 it was... Uh, what is her name? We just talked about her. Oh, um, Dionne Warwick. <laughs> Thank you. I get Roberta Flack and Dionne Warwick confused, which is a mm. shame because I like Roberta Flack. But yeah, don't. I don't know why. I just do. Mm. I mean, Roberta Flack has that song. If we want to show my failed comparison, <laughs> she has that song uh, "Killing Me Softly," mm. and I guess it kind of sounds similar to Dionne Warwick. Oh, you know what I'm confusing it with? That because they do sound similar, mm. is "Killing Me Softly" with "Walk On By" because they both have a very similar kind of low, slow tempo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Those are pretty similar. Yeah. Should we listen to one both. of those first? <laughs> um, yeah, let's listen to a little bit of um, "Walk On By" by Dionne Warwick. And now let's listen to the comparison song. Killing Me Softly by uh, Roberta Flack. We hope you weren't killed softly to that last song. You know, um, actually, just going back, this, I just remembered this, going back to the Daz thing really quick yeah. 
part of the reason that we were confused by Daz originally was in in again coming back to this the the college radio version of funk radio. Mm-hmm. There was a time where for some reason whoever was reading the script on the air wasn't sure if Daz or Brick was the name of the band or the name of that song. Mm. So I think they just called it one of us called it just Daz Brick without like knowing which was the song and which was the name of the band. Oh, so that, that may have sense. that may have like confused because it could have been yeah. Brick by Daz. That makes Which sense. Would have been weird, but another one I get confused now that I'm thinking about these things. Not, I mean, more just because of their name than their sound. I mean, I guess they're kind of similar sound. Yeah, is Archie Bell and the Drells and Junior Walker and the All Stars, mm-hmm. mostly because of the word and the. <laughs> well, we've had a, yeah, we've had a couple of those already um, that we've talked about. I mean, true. I think yeah, the formation of band names. I don't know how, but it seems to. They always seem to be and the, especially in the '50s and early '60s. Yeah. I mean, this seems to cause confusion in your brain. I guess it's just because if they sound similar and the names are at least structured similarly, then it's going to cause confusion. I always get Betty Wright and Betty White confused. (laughs) Well, remember it this way. Betty White is white. Betty Wright is black. And right. Um, We might as well mention this, too, is that like certain ones, I don't think you could ever really mistake for anyone else. Um, whether it be like their signature sound in a song or just the name of them in general. Mm-hmm. I don't think of like, for example, like Marvin Gaye, I don't think I've ever confused him for anyone else. Oh no, me neither. Plus like, you're not going to confuse his name with someone else's. True. I think part of it is just like, like you were just saying is that the, the structure of like the name of some of these groups is also similar mm-hmm. in many cases that it just gets all mixed together in our brains. True that. I only got one other one that I could think of, and again, okay. I think it's probably more due to the name. With the name is the Barques and the Marquis. See, I don't. They're they're spelled almost exactly. Well, no, the same. I, no, no, no. I I agree that the the spelling of them is very similar. It might cause confusion. I personally don't know any songs by the Marquis on top the Marquis, of my head. The Marquis did that song last night. I guarantee it's a song you've heard. I know I've heard something the by them in the past, but on the top of my head, I don't like. I couldn't name a song that they've done. Um, but I, I well, do know songs by the Barques, so I mean, from, I think part of it is just a personal thing. Probably, to be honest. Yeah. We confuse bands simply on the basis of they have similar sounding names. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's valid though, especially if they yeah. sound similar. Like I was saying yeah. with Glass Night and the Pips and Diana Ross and the Supremes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they sound similar. They have similar group names. One is like they're both a signature girl with a couple others on the side, so. I mean, stuff like that, you can easily get those mixed up. True. Two things I know I want to talk about Yes. with this. The first one, we're going to go back to, this might be the first one we talked about, was the Silvers with Jackson 5. Yes. I almost guarantee you that at some point in the show, we talked about another band that was not the Silvers that was basically... They, it was the Jackson 5 of the 80s because it was another kid band. I totally cannot remember their name. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? I know what you're talking about. And, like, the the guy who, the man who, like, formed this group of, they were they were, they were were kids, not, like, the Silvers. You said you confused it. It was yeah. a kid group, a boy group, I guess you could say, a boy band. Yeah. Um, But the guy wanted it to, wanted it to basically be his own version of, yeah, the Jackson the Five, and I don't know. <laughs> now that they say Hanson, that, isn't it? It's not Hanson. I remember. I don't remember now actually whether that was 
something that he said or was this something that we came up with <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i know that band I exists but i don't remember like the reasoning behind it but i know they sound exactly like the jackson five um and they were in the mid to late 80s maybe maybe yeah there was like a reprisal of the jackson five in the 80s but they had like really stupid 80s sounding songs i'm trying to think of a name of one of their songs maybe but maybe well not. i'm trying to think of when we talked about them on the show because yeah. we don't talk about like obscure artists that often um, was it the one where we did the episode on the 90s animation maybe i'm actually trying to look through the list right now i'm <laughs> trying to figure out which one that was i thought they had a song to do with candy too not not the so oh that's what it was i think actually it was the candy episode damn you're good dude i almost got it give me two seconds no I'm, I'm this close i'm trying to remember the name it was like sweet new edition candy girl by new edition yes thank you son of a <laughs> we did it yay like name wise you're not going to confuse them with jackson five at all but yeah if you listen to a song by new edition they sound exactly like the jackson five and uh, yes thank you candy so, girl yeah. by new edition which i totally think we should listen to a little clip of okay That was Candy Girl by New Edition. Totally sounds exactly like the Jackson 5. Exactly. But it's not. It's like if you transplanted them into the 80s and gave them crappy outfits, they would be New Edition. Mm-hmm. It's funny because if you know what era it came from, it wouldn't make sense for it to come from the Jackson 5. Yeah. Because by then, he wasn't Baby Michael anymore. He was Manly Michael. That's what's funny, too, is because... The song we talked about with the Silvers was called Cotton Candy. And I'm like, why, oh. why does that sound so familiar? I knew it was a song about candy. That's funny. So, two different bands, two different songs, both about candy, both sound like the Jackson 5. Dang. The other one I know I want to talk about is the two songs that actually spurred this whole discussion. Yes. Which I haven't brought up yet. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Let's Go Round Again by The Average White Band. I thought that was by... Tyrone Davis and I don't know any other songs by him but actually I got screwed up because the song by Tyrone Davis is Turn Back the Hands of Time and Uh. the reason I got that mixed up was in the chorus of the other song it goes let's go round again baby we'll turn back the hands of time which is the song the name of the other song (laughs) Um, which I'm pretty sure Turn Back the Hands of Time has that in the chorus as well yeah, I'm Isn't trying it, to think how the chorus goes for that one. I don't know if it was a cover, but there's another band that has a song called Turn Back the Hands of Time. Oh. Uh, oh. Um, well, actually, the chorus of the other one, it just goes, If I could turn back the hands of time. So, they're basically oh, just saying it in yeah, the chorus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm thinking of a totally different band right now, and I'm trying to remember who. Oh, you know what it is? Uh, there's a song called Hands of Time by our, by the Groove Armada. Oh, <laughs> the the chorus to the Groove Armada song is "Can't Turn Back the Hands of Time." Oh, uh, and this song is "Turn Back the Hands of Time" by Tyron Davis. So there's yeah. three different songs that we got we we each got mixed up for different reasons. Yeah, let's play all three of them, I guess. Okay, let's start. Let's start. Okay, first let's start with "Let's Go Round Again" by Average White Band. Okay.
Okay, and now let's hear Turn Back the Hands of Time by Tyrone Davis, which phrase you just heard in the chorus of the last one. And let's hear Groove Armada's Hands of Time, which also has Turn Back the Hands of Time in the chorus. No one to blame, it seems to me. Can't turn back the hands of time. Oh, it seems to me. So yeah, that's really freaky. Everyone's trying to turn yeah. back time. Well, time travel is a cool idea. I totally watched... Uh, Meet the Robinsons again tonight. Really? It's been a long time since I've seen that. That was a a pretty good movie. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I was just thinking, I'm like, what's an animated movie? I haven't seen it forever. Oh, that movie. You know, that one took a while to grow on me, actually. Yeah, same Because it's so quirky. And also being a time travel movie, you obviously don't catch everything the first time through. But like after seeing it a few times, it really grew on me. Another movie, another animated movie I thought was really good that no one seemed to like is that movie Robots. I never Remember, saw it actually. It's really quirky, and it's got Robin Williams in it, which he's basically mm. Batty, but he's a robot. Mm. For those of you that don't know, Batty was a bat in the movie Fern Gully, <laughs> also played by the uh, <laughs> recently posthumously posthumous Robin Williams. I don't think you used the term posthumous correctly there, but that's okay. We all know what you meant. <laughs> what do you call a recently deceased hippo? A hippo posthumous. <laughs> Worst joke ever. This humor is brought to you by crisp, refreshing Coca-Cola. This humor is brought to you by Popsicle Sticks. <laughs> okay, here's another one I get confused sometimes. George Duke and George Benson. Yeah. I'll get I those two. Possibly just because of the name. I was going to say, is it because their name is George? Probably. <laughs> George Duke, George Benson, George Foreman. They all knock out the fat. George Lopez couple of months ago, sometime this last summer, there was a a car commercial for some car that was descriptive. Um, <laughs> it was for an SUV, but they played a George Benson song, and I'm trying to think of which one it was. Oh, this, there's a... I for, I'm going to forget the name of the song right now, but they have a cool... A, like a soul song um, for the new commercial for the Rib Witch. Or, wait, no, McRib. <laughs> I just made a Simpsons reference without intending to. Ribwitch was from The Simpsons. Oh, okay. Remember the remember Krusty Burger in The Simpsons? Yeah, they had a they had a sandwich called the Ribwitch, and it was basically making fun of the McRib. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a part in the show where they're like, where Krusty the Clown, the character, is like, the animal that the that the Ribwitch is made out of has gone extinct, and some guy's like the cow, and he's like, no, think smaller, more legs. You. <laughs> Um, I can't think of what what is the George Benson song I'm trying to think of Kyle it's one of like his most famous songs Give Me the Night no just Give Me the Night Uh, Turn Your Love Around Uh, on Broadway Give Me the Night is easily his most famous song maybe it wasn't George Benson (laughs) god damn it (laughs) see it's happening again god damn it it's all happening again it was probably like Grover Washington Jr. (sighs) I'm on Spotify right now, and yeah. for George Benson, under related artist, George Duke. Oh, funny. You're well, now now it's really bugging me. Yeah, I don't know. 
Oh, okay, maybe might have been this. I don't remember actually. What? what you won't do for love by Bobby Caldwell. So why did that come up when I was trying to find George Benson? But I think that actually was the song. I don't know. Well, listeners, uh, I failed. We thought like, this topic because we are, we came up with like five just in not being able to name them right now. Well, <laughs> case in point, I guess for this episode, listeners. Is yeah. there anything else you can think of, Kyle? Um, no, but I'm pretty sure we listed about two dozen artists. So. Yeah, I think that's that's a good list. Um, if you ever confuse one song for another or a band for another or a band for a song or a man for a woman in this situation not just in general or i guess you could tell us tell us on our facebook page at facebook.com slash get your funk and uh tell us a story of a time that you screwed something up in your memory and we will read it peter tell me a story about the time that you fought in world war one That'll be for our next episode, The Funky Strange That Came Out of World War One. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. Which was none of them. I just imagine, like, the Red Baron, like, playing disco while killing people. That was a pretty cool... Speaking of thought. Nazis and disco, what did you think of the trailer for Iron Skies 2? Jesus, I don't... <laughs> no. <laughs> for listeners that don't know, Iron Skies was a very awesomely bad movie about how the Nazis, despite being defeated, actually, like, had moon bases and 60 years later launched an attack on the world from the moon. Yeah, in Nazi Nazis spaceships. I never actually saw it because I remember us being hyped really? about it. You know it's still on Netflix, right? Oh, it is? Yeah, oh. it's been on Netflix okay. forever. Well, you listeners can go watch In fact, I think that's where I watched it. Let me see. Oh. I was going to say, oh, so they just uh, announced the second one coming soon. Yeah, yeah. And it's about going to the middle of the Earth with dinosaurs or something with Nazis. Yeah, basically Nazis are living inside the Earth's core or crust, and they ride dinosaurs. Yeah. And Sarah Palin, Sarah Palin is apparently both president and reptilian. I don't know what the hell is going on with that whole... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that's that was Kyle's movie review, movie preview of the week. Um, back to you, Peter. So we were talking about Facebook. iTunes still doesn't work. We keep saying I we we just even talk about iTunes anymore. I was gonna say just because it hasn't worked in like iTunes. almost a year, so we should just not yeah, talk about that. Screw iTunes. Let's keep reminding everyone that it's broken, thanks to iTunes being a bitch. <laughs> well, that is the reason. Pretty much. I guess that's it. You listeners so, can listen to us again next time. Yes, this has been a Funk Lightning episode. Um, this has been your host, Kyle. And this has been your host, Peter. Thanks for listening to Funk Radio. Bye, we love you. If you want to hear more awesome podcasts like this one, visit hcn.tv. Thanks for listening. <laughs>